Hello, and welcome to my podcast. You haven't seen me since last week, I think. I think it's this time, second time that I'm actually on time, or actually doing something weekly. <laughs> um, for those who don't know who I am, I am Omaro. Uh, I've been on social media for quite some time, just doing things on my own. Uh, on Omaro's Weekly uh, YouTube channel, Omaro's Weekly, Omaro Weekly as the Twitch channel, uh, and I just switched into Twitch as a podcast, but also Twitch as an audio audible thing you can listen. Uh, so you can you can kind of figure out where you want to listen um, uh, on uh, Twitch right here on this channel. But that's just a recording for now. Uh, you will find this later if you can't listen now or watch in. You don't have to watch. You just can listen and set it aside uh, on uh, YouTube. Also, I will upload it again to the, uh, and that's in about two weeks, to my podcast, Weekly Omaro. Uh, that is going you can find it on spotify and on anchor i think you also can find it on um google podcast so that might something be for you but if you want to have it live and you want to be able to react or do anything right now go when i when i ever broadcast on twitch at twitch.tv slash Weekly Umaro. Yeah. It's the new year. And, uh, it started out weird for me. Weird in the sense that, um, I had a couple of things happen. I got a, a bit of news coming in. That kind of devastated me. And it's, I know, if you know this, 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 um, this channel, it's all about what I experience and that I want to share with you in a way that, you know, you might be able to use yourself. And I made a big mistake and I didn't listen in 2020 to my own advice. And that all came out. That all came out right at the cusp of, oh, no, right at the cusp of the new year, ending the last year and starting the new year. Um, most people end conversation like that and, you know, make sure that everything is talked through during the holidays. I didn't, it didn't pop up either earlier. So I just had to talk to a couple friends. Well, actually, one specific friend, my old friend. I know him since even before I came out. A good conversation, important conversation. I. In that sense, don't always know the value of friendship. 
And in that moment, that instant, um, you get reminded how important it is. Friends can be your family. It, it can be a stranger that you learn to understand. And, uh, yeah. I can't go into specifics because it involved other people. But it's, of course, related to love. <laughs> love has been in 2020 such a big problem. Love has been... A challenge for me. I was already struggling when we were able to go out. Able to meet other people. Meet new people. And I'm struggling even more now that I can't meet people. I cannot be distracted and getting new inputs and move more points of view. Um, by meeting other people. That would be would have been nice to have a different perspective sometimes. Fortunately, I have that one friend that I always talk to. And if he has an FI, no, if he initiates contact and he wants to talk about something, I'm there. You see. Some people have their family as friends. They talk about everything. I mean everything. From sex life to... What the neighbors did yesterday and that upset you. I don't have that. I very much compartmentalized my friends. Um... Because they have all different types of view and they live in all different types of spaces. I have a couple of internet friends. I have a couple of close friends. One really close friend. Well, the rest is a little bit more like, you know, we can talk and we can talk about certain deep topics, but not about everything. And then you have your family where you talk about. Family things that you can't really speak about or what you're embarrassed, embarrassed about to talk about. So I called him because we don't really see each other that much. Um, he gave me some solid advice. Advice that I generally don't always agree with, but in this instant, um, I did. I know, I know. That's one of those things friends do, too. <laughs> you give them advice and they do, do something totally different. That's in this case. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I normally listen in and say, okay, this is your point of view. And I don't have a lot of people that I speak Fully candid with. I feel embarrassed. I feel, um, not afraid, but more like helpless 
And I know there is an aspect about friendship that you don't take advantage of those helpless moments that you have with your friend. But yeah. I, uh, I give everybody the advice to be honest to themselves and to never hide emotions or at least hide them not from yourself. I think you can guess where this is going. <laughs> yeah. I hid something for a year. I'm a little bit more than a year. I'm still not openly talking about it, but at least I'm not hiding it from myself. Like I'm I don't I'm not ignoring it. Cuz I got really really like it all of a sudden it hits me. It hits me like a like a bus. A million tons of bricks. That got me in, in one in one night. I was so in pain. I was so in pain and I'm like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to do. It hurt so much, it hurt so much. I was really to the point that I wanted to kill someone. I'm not killing anybody, just to be clear. But I really got to the point that it, this hurt so much. I want someone to suffer. And anybody who knows me, and probably you as listeners and viewers too, know me by now quite well. Um, that's not really me. <laughs> that's not really me. That's not me, period. I got really It got really dark. It got really, really dark. Like, I felt, I felt the same way as that realization that I belong to the Me Too movement. I was a Me Too victim, too. And this was easily avoided if I just didn't ignore my feelings for a full year. I acknowledge them now. I acknowledge that I have those feelings. And I also acknowledge that I will never get rid of them for now. Not immediately. And that I have to find a way to close that that pain. Um, it's about unrequited love, I can tell you that. Um, and of course, to protect privacy, I'm not going to mention who or what, how, when. But it was about unrequited love. And, and probably it 
was a mistake. And probably it was an, a wrong interpretation of someone's behavior. I... I kept it hidden. And I had reasons to keep it hidden. And there were right to keep it hidden. But I also hid it for myself. And that's where I got where I, I did wrong. That's where I went wrong. Some people made a shrine for someone they love, or they feel very emotionally attracted to. I'm not like that. And I think even though it does not make sense at all, I think I should have done that just to get it out there for myself, like a secret shrine. I mean, it's, it's very stalkery, but in this, in this situation, it might've been smart if I have done, if I had done that to make it real. And then to get to a point where you get to your senses and then forget about it. I didn't, I just pushed it away deep and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and it came out all on the 2nd of January just a couple of days ago it all came out then and it hurt it hurt it is already difficult not to be able to date anybody it is already difficult not to continually need dating someone if they live on the cross if they had to go back and live across the planet. And it's also very difficult if you loved someone and you fell in love with someone and they're not for you. I'm, in that sense, very Asian. I didn't say anything. I hid it. Like every Asian romance story, I was acting like that. You know what I mean? Being the friend and uh, being kind and not saying anything, not came, coming any across. And, 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 you know, I should have made from that on a YouTube video where I acted out this typical Asian way of going about love. I probably could read a story. I could, I could, I could probably do that. <laughs> now that I'm laughing about it. I could actually do that. I understand now how it is to be Asian. <laughs> it sounds weird. But it's really funny that I now realize what it is to have an unrequited love. An impossible love. And be that Asian guy that never said anything. And... and and he's in the background devastated that he can't have that love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I didn't even, I, I, <laughs> I haven't even realized that until I said it just now. <laughs> I, I mean, a couple of, I had a, a day of pain and, and I can now laugh at it.
because I think internally my mind has processed that yeah this is the way to go I found a solution um, to for me was the solution to make a video that's what I do I talk about my emotions on on camera and uh, record that so there is a recording and there is a specific recording for that individual which I will destroy We'll keep it for a couple of days and then I will destroy it. Or I might just keep it as a private archive so that I get reminded this kept you in a grasp. Don't do this again. As a reminder not to do it again. And if you if you are falling in love with someone that you can just say it earlier and not you know, let it grow into something that is impossible and um, not to over not to go through without a lot of pain. Oh, yeah. Um, I, and I can speak about it now because we slowly are getting to the point that I, I know where I am. I know who I am and I'm changing. And I'm setting goals, goals for love. I'm looking for certain parameters and they still stay, stay the same. I just, I can't say it out loud, not in public. I mean, I might, if we get to the point, if we get to the point that I can openly talk about it uh, in the sense that, that I don't hurt anybody else in the process because I could if I said it out loud to everybody else on the stream. Um, then, you know, I don't want to destroy anything for other people. I don't want to influence their relationships uh, or relationship with me, you know. But it's best to keep that that way, to keep this distance it's good what's good for me it's it's good for me that i talked about it <laughs> <laughs> oh man i feel now so asian and i don't i'm i'm, I'm dutch and i'm i feel white inside and culturally white inside but that was a pretty asian moment that was, and it's not the first time. That's just the thing. I did not learn from the first time this happened. That comes to the second point that I told my best friend now that he was a very long time the love of my life. He was the only man that I wanted to be with. That's now not the case, but... Um, yeah, that, that's been a very long, 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 uh, uh, like I said, the same love problem that I had in 2020. And it's resolved kind of in 2021. Yeah, yeah, this is just freaking hilarious. That's what it is. 
It is freaking hilarious. Uh, and that's why I'm saying I feel so Asian right now. I'm like, ah, oh. it's it's just not to the point that I stand and uh, with a you know a, a, a sad flower and then being heartbroken <laughs> while they find another love, for example. You know that's always the case in in, in Asian movies. They get married off. Uh, or they find another partner and they've been in love with that person and they are very very in love with that other person um and then they get married and then you as the one that likes this person is like <sighs> yeah yeah it's it's not like that it's not like that yet um and i and and now that I realized what I've been doing and not and lying to myself, basically what I've been doing, stuff it away and then put it in a box and hope that box would never break, which it didn't, uh, which it did. In that sense, I hope I can be more Dutch and just be open about it, open about stuff like that. If you are culturally Dutch, you are prone to not do those things <laughs> you're prone to brutal honesty and sometimes rudeness but at least as we say you don't make from your heart a trap a death trap and that's what i've been doing in 2020 i hoped it all changed it didn't I know that I have a lot of love to give. I know that I have a lot of love in me. And I also know that I have a lot to learn. Because uh, looking back at my last relationship, which is a very long time ago, almost a decade ago. Yeah, I need to learn. <laughs> I need some learning too. Uh, but working on myself, I find more important at the moment. I think that's what it is. I, I I think that one of the things that I why I don't have a new love is because at the same time I'm also thinking not not being able to meet anybody new that I like, but also that I just want to work on myself. I have so much, so many issues that I feel like I can't burden anybody with this. I just can't. It would not be healthy. So yeah, um, at the moment, it's getting fine. I can laugh about it like we just did like five minutes ago. Uh, and uh, I hope for the new year, someone special, someone special coming. I really do hope that. Someone special that, that is just for me. somewhat special that repairs me but helps me repair myself for the things I cannot do alone there are certain things that you can't do alone uh, trust for example is not something you can learn alone that is something that takes time it takes someone else to trust someone in a relationship because I can tell you that is gone that is gone 
And I noticed that if I, for example, I, I did like in the last five years, um, six years, seven years, six years, seven years, something like that. Um, I, if I liked someone, I started to distrusting them. That's so weird. But that's what you do. <laughs> and I, and the, the, this, the problem lies in the people, of course, I dated. Um, which now I got better at. <laughs> Either not dating, no, not, not dating, but being more selective with who I'm dating. And why I'm dating them, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but also... Um, stopping that type of behavior. Because jealousy is not a good behavior either to have if you like someone it is problematic because it can cause so much stress between you yeah you don't just you just don't want to go about it if you don't have this that type of distrust uh you well you can take two things. There are people that will say that, you know, you're very, 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 very naive. Or you could say that you've learned. And you accept the consequences. Uh, yeah, well, at the moment, I have learned some trust. But like I said, Trust is something you have to learn with two people and not alone because you can trust yourself, but you can't learn to trust someone else if there is no someone else to trust. So that's something that uh, it's going to be for 2020, 20, 2021. Like I'm stuck on words, 2021. But first you have to find a partner. And uh, that's not happening for now. I will not be able to find anybody that could be even be remotely eligible. <sighs> Speaking of self-trust, how about you and re resolutions? Do you trust yourself that you will finish the resolutions that you made? Has anybody made fully made that list of resolutions for of 2020 well i didn't i can tell you that i didn't finish the book i wanted to finish the book in 2020 i didn't finish the book and i mentioned that before so that's gonna be the resolution for 2021 to finish the damn book and even though it's the first draft it's the imperfect first draft i just need to freaking finish it <laughs> And then I'll work on it and then rewrite it and then rewrite it again and then rewrite it. They say writing is a process of rewriting, I, I was told. So as I'm going to first work on this version one. And if this version one is done, then I'll start rewriting. And then I'll do that in 2022. That's, uh, that's kind of my plan. No, it's not kind of my plan. That is my plan. And hopefully, if that's possible, I will try to publish it in 2022. Because that's the ultimate goal, to release a book and be a writer. Yes. I'll be an author. 
I don't even know if people will like the book at all. <laughs> but I want to write it anyway. <laughs> I want to write it anyway. Uh... It's uh, it's funny, but that's that was that would be my main resolution for twenty one. Another goal that I have that's more of a goal and not so much a resolution. Uh, I, of course, want to do the podcast every week. Uh, I already kind of broke it. Because I should have already broadcasted yesterday, I think. Well, I don't really have a schedule right now. So that's what I will try to do. Um, and then... Um, I want to work on my other projects. The Nation of Dice project. And uh, start up a new product. Oh, well, well, I kind of improve the podcast. So that's another goal. For, but that's more of a goal, like I said, for 2021. Um, I made my first steps. I actually made notes. <laughs> I actually made notes this time. And I'll try to keep it as flowing as possible, like I've done. Um... Yeah, and I'm I'm not doing stuff like weight, because weight is it's gonna be a question every single year. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna be that type of weight. I just want to be freaking healthy, <laughs> and I don't I don't mind at what weight that is. I know it's gonna be a problem because I will probably because I'm Asian, there will be a big possibility to get diabetes, for example, uh, if I have a a, a a bigger weight of higher weight. Uh, so I, I, I know, and I will accept those consequences. Um, and maybe, uh, probably I will make some dietary changes, uh, and then have that as a diet. I already made a dietary change in, uh, last year, uh, by having actual breakfast that does not, um, like set my stomach on alarm or high alert. Because that always happened when I, if I would have eat breakfast, my stomach would go in high alert. And then I would go to the bathroom every five minutes. That's not cool, I can tell you that. Uh, so I've, I found a way, and I'm going to keep that on. Uh, and uh, try to find a balance in that sense. So trying to get a, a, also a healthy intestinal flora. It's It sounds very weird. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's your your intestinal flora is very important more important than you, most people think they are you cannot destroy your flora uh because they they it determines how much food you get what food you will be able to process what food that actually um feeds you uh, not or not the oral orally feeding, but the actual extraction of nutrients. And uh, yeah, uh, what's on the agenda for two thousand and twenty-one is, of course, the uh, COVID or Corona vaccine. Um, but that's gonna be somewhere in July. I might get it, so I don't know. <laughs> 
I really do not know. Like I said, it's going to be a time. It's going to be a time that uh, that uh, we will uh, get it. We'll be all vaccinated and we'll all be... Well, mo the majority of us being vaccinated, there's a lot of resistance taking the vaccine. I had that. I was visiting my friend just now and uh, he was talking about it. Um, and he might not take it. And of course, it was about the RNA vaccine, the RNA-based vaccine. Sorry. Um, but my point was, like anything that has been DNA-like, like an RNA, is is a, is a fraction of DNA. What I understand. Um, even stuff like that. Um, always had resistance. We still have resistance against. Um, uh, modified tomatoes and modified uh, grains and modified all types of things. But you know what it is to actually get the crops that we have today? We do that by selection. But it takes time. We do that by selecting plants, crops with desirable traits you know what that is called and you know what the effect actually is is a type of manipulation the only difference this time with modified genetic foods gmos gmos is what you call it is it it's just on a shorter span that's the only difference because a cow that we have now that produces huge amounts of milk is not natural. So why all of a sudden do we think that GMOs are bad? We've been using GMOs, only it takes generations. It takes years to get the desired crop or desired animal that that with a specific trait that you want. I don't see the difference. It's just a matter of time. But that's just my view. That's just my view about it. But that's... I'm going on a tangent. <laughs> I'm just going on a tangent. Another New Year's resolutions. I've heard a, not a lot of people about smoking, and I haven't seen any advertisement about smoking. So maybe, maybe it's gotten a little less. I don't know. I've I've read that statistics say that there there are generational upon generation there are less smokers. Uh, that is a good development because also smoking is not a natural thing that animals do. Um. Especially at the levels of tobacco they get in. I mean, alcohol is the same thing. Alcohol is also one of those things we do, and uh, we damage our liver, and etc., 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 but we still do it. But I think the difference is 
And if you talk about why would that be okay, but not okay smoking, I think the difference is that with smoking, you contaminate the surroundings around you. You contaminate the in the direct connection uh, between something happening and something that you are needing. Um, needing, and what I mean is air. <laughs> Everybody needs air, oxygen. Uh, and if you pollute that mixture of of air, uh, that is more direct than uh, you know. You know, being drunk and then vomiting over the street. You can you know, skip the vomiting. You cannot skip the air. You cannot because it's 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 gonna get spread. Uh, and if you're lucky, it blows away. But if you don't, and you're stuck in a house then it gets everywhere it gets in every everything not so much with vomit or with uh, if you shit your pants <laughs> that is a you problem uh, vomiting is also something in public display but it's something that affects you more than affects someone else unlike smoking uh, smoking can immediately affect someone who for example has asthma or any uh, other uh, uh, respiratory disease. Drinking alcohol doesn't. Okay, well, I am... Oh, oh my brain. I've been... I, because I hate these celebration days, and then you get up late, and then you fall asleep late, and you get into that... that you get up like in the afternoon it's uh, it's exhausting i don't really like it i like the regular schedule of you know getting up at 10 or 9 or whatever and then getting asleep like 12 or in my case one i sleep i fall asleep at one and i get up at, at eight no i get be awake at eight and get up at nine um, at the moment, this is the case because work has not been very, um, um, how do you call that? Very active. Um, we can't, you know, get any customers. <laughs> Nobody's allowed. So that's a uh, thing. And for now, that might change. But then even though if you have a, a busy week where we can receive everybody again, then of course it's it's nice to have a regular scam schedule. So from nine wake being at work at nine, so eight waking up at eight and then going to work and then being at nine at work and then uh, you know being off at work at you know five or eight, seven, it really depends. That's fine. That's totally fine. Um and I like that more than you know sleeping in staying up at three o'clock four o'clock and then and fortunately i tried to keep a schedule during this whole thing and i kept that schedule so my latest time that i went to bed is two but mostly i fell asleep at one except for the last couple of days and the last second half of the week uh because you know you have to stay up to because everybody is celebrating etc etc so you get off schedule too yeah well it's it's over now so i think i'm gonna go return to the regular schedule uh and then see then what's going on well i don't know 
I don't know what to say anymore. Because the most important things I already said. We've talked about what I had to deal with, dealing with pains. Um, by the way, now that I am re uh, right, summarizing this, there is one thing I would like to mention is if you really are stuck, go to a psychiatrist. If you really cannot talk with a friend and not get out of these feelings, go to a psychiatrist and seek help. There are so many services in the world that have it. And if you don't, just go to another country. Uh, if you have the money, there are even online uh, uh, psychiatrists that might be able to help you. Um, and maybe you'll find a friend that you can talk to. And, you know, finding friends is not a medical advice, but sometimes if you're poor and you're traveling a lot and you are somewhere else in the world and not in the Western world, sometimes all you have as mental support is a friend. Sometimes that's just enough. And if not, there are tools. There are tools in the world that you can use with or without internet. Because I live in a privileged world where everybody has internet and everybody has pretty high speeds available to them. But there are, of course, parts in the world where that's not the case. And then it's really a matter of finding someone to talk to. And if you're religious, sometimes it's someone religious, uh, except when you're gay or trans. Don't do that. Don't go to a priest um, or uh, another clergy because uh, then you get bad results. I can tell you that. Go to that what is advantageous for you, what is available to you nearby, and that could be a stranger on the street that's willing to talk, listen to you. Sometimes those conversations can be very deep. <laughs> and, and yes, I had that one time. I had that experience a long time ago. I was on a holiday. I was in a... I can't remember where I was. I had a very deep conversation with one person. And that got me out of my mental situation my, my my me not doing so well never never seen the person again never ever never seen the person again so that's pr pretty funny that sometimes that, that's enough sometimes that's just simply enough that somebody needs to push your buttons in a different way and you go along i always believe that's my personal belief i always believe that Sometimes the Holy Mother Ancestor, she brings you someone to teach you or help you or coach you through the tough moments that you have. Because that's one of the things that I do believe in. In that people are able to help each other out, to share love, share affection, share love with a total stranger just for a moment. So you can get on your way. <sighs> well, I think it's going to be the end of the podcast. Because. 
that's just... <laughs> I don't have anything more to talk about. I think this was the... These topics were the biggest things going on in my life right now. Um, and next week, I'll hope to talk about something just as important. Just as... as um, Just as something as entertaining. See the train wreck that is my life. <laughs> uh, at least I don't cause trauma. Uh, drama, like, you know, a lot of reality show artists, they, uh, they performers, those performers, like, how do you get to that point? How do you get to the point that you are that stupid? But okay. Uh, I uh, wish everybody the best for the new year. Um, and of course, I hope that everybody receives the blessing of the Holy Mother Ancestor. And I know that she is everywhere. Okay, this is going to be the only time that I'll get religious, okay? Give me that moment. I hope that you will find your stranger and listen to him. And think about what he said. Think about the things you disagree. And think about the things you have agreed upon. Just to get out of your rut. Just to get out of your pain. She is there for you. I always say. She is there for you. And she might, need, she might not be physically there. But everybody in the world is carrying a piece of the Holy Mother Ancestor. Okay. Well, last me to say that uh, check out my socials. So, my Instagram, Omaro's Weekly. That's the same with Twitter. That's also Omaro's Weekly. Uh, and uh, uh, my... Um, uh, Twitch stuff nation of dice the D, &D campaign uh omaro's weekly my omaro weekly without the s uh the gaming channel um and check out me next time where you can find me you can find the find me on spotify or youtube or twitch the final last thing i'm gonna say which I always do. Start scenes. You've been listening to Weekly Omaro, the companion podcast of the YouTube channel Omaro's Weekly. If you like the content, please consider sponsoring me on patreon.com slash Omaro's Weekly.